0: Joanne, How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Let's go do a cruise. What do you think? I would love to. I would love to. I am so happy to have Michael W. Smith on the phone with us right now. Michael is a multi-platinum Grammy Award winning singer. And Michael, I have had the pleasure, my husband and I have, of meeting you so many times uh, over the many years. And I'm sure you don't remember this, but I'll tell you, I do. The first time we met, I sang karaoke with you, smidioke with you on a, a cruise through Canada, the St. Lawrence Seaway. And when, we, when I started, you said, she's good. And I stopped you and I laughed. I said, oh, no, 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 I can't sing. I just wanted to be up here. And it quickly became clear that I wasn't good at what I was doing. <laughs>
1: Trust me. What song what, and what song did you do? Okay. Oh,
0: my gosh. I knew you were going to ask me that. And I was thinking it was off one of your new albums at the time. Uh, and I, I should remember what it was. But it was it was a blast okay. and, a, and a great memory. And you made it so much fun. So, And then Eric, okay. my husband, was in your choir at Carnegie Hall, one of the 300-voice choir, yeah. when you performed yeah. at Carnegie. So anyway, thankfully for you, Michael, Eric and I are not performing with you when you come to the Fox Theater on Wednesday the 18th.
1: Um, that's a good thing. I'm (laughs) disappointed.
0: Tell us about the show.
1: Oh gosh, it's it's just wonderful. You know, um, what a great place. I've played there so many times with great theater and to be able to play with the orchestra. um, It's just, it's just nostalgic. It's, it's, um, you know, I'm up there on a grand piano and you got a 65 piece orchestra behind you. You're playing all these amazing songs that, that you grew up singing your whole life. And It's kind of a dream, honestly. I pinch myself every time I walk on that stage. So I'm very, very grateful to be coming back.
0: Well, yeah, we're so excited to have you. And the Fox Theater, as you mentioned, is just such a beautiful venue.
1: Yes, it is.
0: Michael, you've got four Christmas albums. The most recent one, I know, from 2014, The Spirit of Christmas, where you did duets with a bunch of country stars. I loved it. When you put together a Christmas tour like this one, how do you decide with all those albums which songs you're going to do?
1: Well, it's the hardest decision because... You don't want to leave anything out, <clears throat> but obviously you don't have time to do all those. You just you just kind of pull it together and go. Just do your best. It's like what what's going to work. You know who who do we have vocally on stage? Um, you know, for for example, this year we have Mark Martell as my special guest, who's kind of been the voice of Freddie Mercury and on these. uh You know, from the movie Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah. and. He's just amazing so you know we talked about talk some things that would be really incredible for him all as well being one of those
0: wow because you about did that with Carrie Underwood away. which was I mean there's no greater so, version I think of that song than the duet you two well, did together
1: she kind of she kind of knocked it out of the park didn't <laughs> she
0: yeah she most certainly did
1: so, so but I think we've got something that really works and it's you know we've got lots of energy we've got lots of moments where you just kind of takes your breath away and you could hear a pin drop in the place So. Um, yeah i think it's I think it's the best thing I've done so far, and I'm looking forward to once again being in Detroit
0: you know I know in a lot of the cities that you're going to this year you and Amy Grant are touring together, and you've been in Detroit with Amy before this year. Amy is not joining you right
1: she is not unfortunately i mean we're we're actually in the middle of a tour now we We're doing seven shows together right uh and then our last show is on the eighth of December, and then I kick back up on December tenth with the Nashville Symphony here in my hometown. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, eventually get up to Detroit, Mark.
0: Well, we can't wait. And it's such a great time right before, before Christmas on the 18th. You know, I think of the spirit yes. of Christmas in 2014, you mentioned. And I know that um, you, I know you're a fan of, of big films and the scores of films, and you've scored some yourself. But somewhere in my memory, from Home Alone, we all know and love that song. And tell us a story of how you came about recording it and kind of uh, asking your granddaughter if she would help out with that one.
1: Yeah, you know what? I've always I'm a big Home Alone fan, and I just remember that piece of music. John Williams, you know, scored that film, and he's my biggest influence. You know, he's my kind of my, my hero musically. But that that song just I, I, I just remembered it after all those years. I remembered it, and I thought, gosh, maybe that belong Maybe there's a place for that on this Christmas record, <laughs> and and wanted to give it that sort of you know, innocent kind of children's kind of kid feel because it feels very innocent on so many levels. And I'd ask Audrey, you know, one of my grandkids, and she's the oldest, I said, would you be up for singing this? And, you know, she got all shy and, you know, like, I don't know if I can do this. And then I said, well, no problem, no no pressure, you know. And then less than 24 hours later, she called me and says, I want to do it. Dope. <laughs> she changed her mind really quick and she did a great job it was really a moment in time just walking in front of that microphone and me coaching her and trying to make her feel relaxed just, just enjoy it don't, don't, you know I, I think first time you get in front of a microphone in a studio and you're singing you know and you're that young she was probably seven and a half when she did that mm. you know it's a little overwhelming but she she every time she sang it she got better and better so i think we got to. A beautiful, magical take of her doing that. And I still love listening to it.
0: I do too. I I think it is absolutely beautiful song. I love it. I know how important your family is to your wife of how many years now have you been married? 38. 38 years. That is just awesome. And your kids, and then you've got grandkids I see on social media. Sometimes they overtake the house. So uh, talk a little bit about holiday traditions in the Smith household.
1: Well, it's the beautiful chaos.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm one six of six pain. kids, Michael, so I know that well from growing up. I do know that.
1: Oh, my gosh. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, one of the traditions that we have that, that I that I love is when we – because everybody spends the night on Christmas Eve, oh. and then we, we kind of have this great room where we have all the problems and stuff, but we have this little sitting room Um with these French doors with glass, you can't go in the great room. Nobody goes in the great room until I do the countdown. I have to do a countdown. Like 10, <laughs> 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, two, one the door is open. Andy Williams' Christmas records playing. It's the most wonderful time of the year. And you hope nobody gets trampled as they run into the great room. But the <laughs> one thing that we do is we we sit in that sitting room, and it's like we're all piled in there, all 25 of us, 26 of us, and we read the Christmas story. Oh. Which has evolved into after we're acting it out now. It's become a play, <laughs> and all the grandkids are t- are taking part in it. And it's just so fun to watch it evolve over all these years. But we we don't open a present until we read the Christmas story.
0: No, oh, I love that. Put it all in perspective what the season is all about. Although I do wonder, you said Andy Williams is playing, so your music wouldn't be playing as they run in the room. That wouldn't be cool to have Grandpa playing. Probably. Well,
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean, maybe somebody else would put it on, but. That's my favorite Christmas record of all time is the Annie Williams Christmas record. So, we it just every year that's what plays.
0: Yeah, it's um, so good.
1: Especially when we're we run in the great room, and for the next two hours, we just put that on repeat, repeat. And then we'll throw some Barbara Streisand, Nat King Cole. We'll throw the Amy Grant Christmas record on. But, but, but the Annie Williams one is that's the mainstone of the (laughs)
0: house. Can't top that. I know before your show, you're going to do a meet and greet, and it's with people. It's the people who support Compassion International, which I know is so near and dear to you. I believe you've sponsored kids before and uh, and seen them grow and the way that organization can change lives. And that is part of this, this tour as well, correct?
1: Yes, it is. And I, and just just be able to share the stage with them. And, and just, you know, these kids' lives are changed. I mean, it's not just for the kid. It's for, you know, it's it's the families get changed. It kind of spills down to cousins and uncles and aunts. And, um, it really is truly remarkable. I've seen it firsthand. I've been in, in these villages all around the world. And I've been in the homes of my kids that I sponsor and it just simply works. And I love being involved in things that work. And this one does for sure.
0: Where can people learn more about compassion, Michael, if they'd like to sponsor a, a child?
1: Yeah, you probably can just go to the to the site. Just Google Compassion International, and uh, and I think probably there's there's probably more than likely a link on my site as well, com. All right. So it's e- it's easy to find. We will. And it's a great thing.
0: We'll check that out. David David Hamilton, I know. I believe he'll be in Detroit, uh, kind of conducting the orchestra because you have an orchestra. This isn't an orchestra you travel with. You get local musicians in each city that you come to to perform with you.
1: Yes. Amazing, and it's it's a lot of work, mm-hmm. but it's okay. It's just what it, 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 it's just the way it is. So what what we do every day, which is going, you know, usually when I'm doing a show, I show up and we have dinner, we meet people, and I sometimes I do sound check, sometimes I don't. When you do orchestra rehearsals, you're you're really for two and a half hours in the afternoon. You're rehearsing everything that the orchestra plays on, hmm. so it's a it's a long day. Uh, but it's very rewarding, and I'm grateful for David. He's just a genius, and he's probably working harder than anybody because he's having to, you know, there's a lot of moving parts, and mm-hmm. you got a you got a big orchestra like that, and it's got to get dialed in for that night. It's it's a lot of work, but it's uh, I love it. I, I actually like being. I do. I actually like doing the rehearsals, and so yeah. yeah.
0: He's but, amazing uh, Great to
1: have David out. Yes. He will be there in Detroit with me. He's on the whole tour.
0: And one more question I want to ask you before, um, before I let you go, um, we play a lot of, um, uh, kind of classic hits on WMC here and, uh, Freddie Mercury and Queen, we play that all the time. And you mentioned Mark Martell, who's touring with you. My, Eric sent me, my husband sent me the link of him doing Bohemian Rhapsody the other day and said, you're not going to listen to this guy. You're not going to believe it. He's touring with Michael. I think when people close their eyes and hear him sing, um, you you can't tell. You almost can't tell the difference between him and Freddie Mercury. It's it's incredible.
1: No, he sounds exactly like Freddie. Yeah, he does. And, I mean, he already, he already did have a lot of resemblance of Freddie just for years and years ago. And then I think that he realized he really did sound a lot like him. And he obviously got noticed by that and obviously he got the part. He's singing, I don't know how many, 50, 60 percent of the vocals. I don't know how many a lot of the vocals in the movie. I think over the years, he's just studied Freddie. He studied him, he studied his moves, and he studied the timbre of his voice. And I think he kind of dialed it in a little bit more as well. So yeah, I think if you listen to the real Freddie and listen to Mark, I I can't tell a difference. But but we're not going to be hearing
0: Bohemian Rhapsody at the Fox Theater on Wednesday the 18th, are we?
1: No, but you (laughs) might hear something. I'm not going to give it away, but you might hear something that will blow your mind
0: then you might
1: hear a queen song
0: oh great great something for everybody ready
1: fasten fasten your seat (laughs) fasten your seat belt it's a a great moment of the night and i i won't say what it is but it's in it's amazing
0: i can't wait and i know balsam hill thanks to balsam hill the stage is going to look stunning with all the christmas trees and everything up there yes well michael thank you so much for taking the time Uh, And personally, I want to thank you. You did a little goodbye video when I left Channel 7. My friends reached out to you and you wished me luck. So I have always wanted to thank you for that as well.
1: You are very welcome. (laughs) and Congratulations.
0: All right. Thank you. And I hope to see you at one of your events before long.
1: All right. Sounds great. Good to talk to you. Thank you. You
0: too. Merry Christmas.